Welcome to Sulphur Springs Baptist Church Sermon Audio. For more information, please visit our website at sulphurspringsbc.com. Amen. By His stripes we are healed. Aren't you glad of that? Well, it's good to see you this morning. We appreciate you coming and all of you that are here in the auditorium, all of you that might be listening by radio, YouTube, however it may be. We welcome you to our service. We appreciate you coming. And as we look at today, we can only think about what tomorrow is going to be. Of course, tomorrow never comes except when you're living in Jesus Christ, and tomorrow we'll be in heaven with him. And what a day that's going to be. We want to look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 21. Qualities of a godly servant. If you'll turn there, please, and we'll read 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 21. The Bible says, It is a faithful saying, For if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearts or the hearers. Now this verse we're going to concentrate on this morning. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto the more ungodliness. And their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and earth, and some to honor, and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Thank you, Father, for this portion of your scripture. And Father, we ask that you would help us to stand for the truth. Stand for the righteousness of the word of God and for your love and your mercy toward us that we might show other people the love of God as we come in contact with them. And Father, we pray that you would touch our hearts today as only you can do in a way that we would know without any doubt that we belong to you. Now bless these your people and all of those that might be listening. We ask that the Holy Spirit would touch in a special way. And Father, help us to know how we are to live here on this earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, Moreover, it is required in stewards, 
servants of God, that a man be found faithful. I want to ask you a question this morning, and this includes every one of us. How faithful are we to the Lord Jesus Christ? How faithful are we to his word in doing the things that he has asked us to do? How faithful are we if we stand before him? Will we hear those words, well done thy good and faithful servant? I hope each and every one of us do. And by our testimony that we know the Lord Jesus Christ, we will stand there one day. And it's because of his love for us Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. It is a time of deciding whether or not we will live for Christ and then living out what we have decided to do for Christ. Words are one thing, but as James puts it, works are another thing. We've got to have both, both words and works. We can say all day long, but if our works do not match our words, what are we telling the world? We're living a lie. We're telling that those works that Jesus Christ requires of us are not really worth it. So we need to listen and do what those things that Jesus has called us to do, and we must decide if we're going to live for Christ or not. We should build our lives on his word and build his word into our lives. Look at verse 11 and 12 again. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. We've got to die in order to live. And that's what this verse is saying. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. Has he given us the assurance of a life of no suffering here? Absolutely not. If our Lord suffered, we will suffer too. But one day, we will reign with him in heaven. Never have to worry about anything that goes on down here because we won't be here. We'll be in heaven with him. And what a day that is going to be. Christ will examine our work habits. Did you catch that? Christ will examine our work habits. Some will be approved and some won't. This is why Paul was writing to Timothy. And as we look at today's society we see that 93% of households own one or more Bibles. 12% of adults read the Bible every day. Now, isn't that small? Twelve percent. I personally thought that was a little small. 57% of adults do not read the Bible at all during a typical week. Is it any wonder our nation is in the trouble that it's in? They don't read this. This is where we get our instructions. This is where we find out about the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is where we find out that Christ went to the cross and died for all of us 
but yet people don't want to read it to understand that God loves them. It's no wonder our nation is in the shape that it's in. Sin is creeping in, and as he brought it out in our Sunday school lesson, that's what the devil does. He wants to get us off of this and on to our own mind, own thoughts, and on to the things of the world. 42% of of adults do not agree that the Bible is the written word of God or that it is totally accurate in all that it teaches. Again, is it any wonder our nation is in the shape that it's in? Christians, I'm speaking to all of us. Christians, we must be faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ. Until the very end, if we're going to see revival in this nation. And folks, I believe with all of my heart, we can see revival in this nation if Christians will band together, they will pray together, they will believe the word of God together, and stand on those promises that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us in his word, even for this day. There are three qualities in verse 15 that we want to look at this morning. I'm going to read verse 15 again. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And the first point this morning, a godly servant is diligent. Verse 15a. Show thyself approved unto God. That word study means to make haste, to get with it, to do your best under the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. Yes, we must work for the Lord Jesus Christ. It means to be zealous. How many of us actively and sometimes, even when it's not appropriate, have a word to say to somebody for the Lord Jesus Christ. How long has it been since any of us have actually taken the opportunity, and those opportunities will arise when something is said, when something is done, to be a witness for the Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yes, we're getting home this morning. And folks, I've already had to be there. And well, without the Holy Spirit guiding and directing us, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to sit there. Folks, we need to be zealous. We need to be on track. We need to be listening to God himself as he teaches us. And then we need to get up, as James says, 
Works without belief and deeds or belief without works won't cut it. We need to be zealous. And in that zealousness, we need to have a steady effort. Not just on Sunday morning. Not just on Wednesday night. But we need to be steady seven days a week in doing the Lord's work that he has called us to do. Yes, sometimes it'll be painstaking. Sometimes the Lord may ask you something to do something that you're not really comfortable in. But who is it that promised to go with us every step of the way? Who is it that lives in our heart and guides us every day? Who is it that can fill our mouths with the words that God wants us to stay? The Holy Spirit of God. Yes, it can be painstaking if we are not trusting, fully trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit that lives within us to do and to be diligent in his work down here on this earth. But he also tells us to be or to have perseverance. How many people do you know who have quit? They have given up. They have decided it's not worth it. When Jesus was walking on this earth, yes, he spoke to that little group, but he also spoke to the Pharisees and the scribes and the Jews. But most of those scribes and Pharisees, a few came to know Christ. But most of them said, it's just not worth it. We'd rather have what we have than to change anything, especially come to a man that we don't even really know. When they were looking and listening and talking to the very Son of God, and they would not believe. How many people are like that today? They say they pray, they say they go to church, they say they believe, but their lifestyle does not match what they say. So how can we be diligent? First of all, in our service. In our service. What are we doing for the kingdom of God? And that service means to give up something to do ensure or to ensure something better. Nothing any better than walking with the Lord Jesus Christ and doing what he has asked us to do. Everything that we do for Christ is a sacrifice. But not near the sacrifice that Jesus Christ gave for us. And yes, there are things down here as a sacrifice, some more than others. But it's all part of God's service. God gave the ultimate sacrifice in Jesus, his son. No one else could do it. Not even the Pharisees. 
There are several men in the Bible in which not one sin is mentioned about them. But they were not good enough either. But God gave the ultimate sacrifice in Jesus, his son. Jesus gave the ultimate sacrifice in giving his life. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. In that very point right there. Jesus Christ gave his life for me. Gave his life for the entire world. Oh, that if people could just see what he gave to them, but people won't receive it. Just like those Pharisees would not receive it. Just like those scribes would not receive it. And for the big majority in Jerusalem during that time would not receive it. But oh, if people could just have seen the life that Jesus Christ has for us. Oh, it probably won't be a bed of roses all the time. There's going to be thunderstorms. There's going to be times in your life when you wonder, Lord, what are you doing? But God knows best. And we, what about our sacrifice? In a lot of cases, that's a different story. But what about our sacrifice? What are we giving? What have we promised to the Lord Jesus Christ? Lord, if you save me, I'll do such and such. How many are keeping those promises? How many have said, Lord, wherever you lead me, I'll go? And how many times have we sung that song? Have we gone? Lord, I'll be a witness for you, but how many of us have been that witness? Not only verbally, but physically in everything that we do. How many of us have really been that witness for the Lord Jesus Christ? Not only in his service, but in his separation. Look at the last part of 19. Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from, from iniquity. We must be diligent in his representative kind of life. And folks, with the Holy Spirit within us, guiding and directing us. Now, I'm not preaching perfection, but I believe in all of us, we could do better. Are we representative of the life of the Lord Jesus Christ here on this earth? The greatest danger comes not in the quantity of Christians, but in the quality of their lives. Man, I'd love to see the whole world saved. And that's why Jesus came. But if all of them could be saved, would it just be quantity or would it be quality in their lives? We must stand approved before God and we can with assurance because of Jesus Christ, his son. I know there's going to be things when I stand before him on that judgment day I don't know whether they'll be brought out 
I've asked the Lord, forgive me. And the Bible says they're placed under the blood. And when they're placed under the blood, what does he do with them? He throws them over his back. And he never turns to look. Never brings them to mind again. Yes, there's things that I've done that I've been absolutely ashamed of. But what about the rest of us? What about the rest of us? We will one day stand approved before God because of Jesus Christ. The second thing that we see, a godly servant is disciplined. Second part of verse 15, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Training that develops self-control. First of all, in his work. The Bible says, do everything as unto the Lord. Now we could stay right there a little bit. But what does the Bible say about us? We are laborers together with who? God. Don't get ahead of God. It won't be fun. Look at the life of Moses. He tried to get ahead of God. God put him on the backside of the desert for 40 years until Moses learned not to get ahead of God. And for the next 40 years, miracle after miracle God used, and he did them through Moses to lead the people. God knows how to get us where we need to be. Oh, do everything as unto the Lord, for we are laborers together with God. And I don't know about you, but I want God's approval in everything that I do. Now, I'm not perfect. Now, I know there's going to be times when I might think something, say something out of the way. Might get mad at my wife and clam up. You ever been there? That happens. But if we would just stop and think. Lord, is she trying to show me something? That works the other way too. Now, I'm not going to leave anybody out. It works both ways. But Lord, are you using her or are you using him to show me something? Those messages on Sunday morning, those Sunday school lessons, are you using those scriptures to show me something? I believe off with all my heart, he is. And I'm praying that this nation will see that one of these days. 
that God is using this word. He's using his men in the pulpit. He's using his ladies who are teaching Sunday school and doing all the stuff in the work that they do. He is using us to show this nation that God still loves us. But we're turning our backs on him quicker than we've ever done before. When over half of the people do not even believe that the word of God is true, and just slightly under 50%, people just don't go to church anymore. It's not worth it. Do you see how the devil is working? Even in Christian homes today, how the devil wants to destroy those homes, that relationship between the man and the wife, the husband, wife, and the children. If he can just do that, well, the nation's going to be closely behind. And so that's why we need to be praying as Christians. God, forgive my sin and then help me to open my mouth to proclaim your gospel wherever and whenever. Yes, in his work and in our witnesses, our lives are a piece of literature that people read every day. And we need to think about that. A piece of literature that people read every day. The Bible says rightly divide the word of God. That means to straight cut. Now I've done a lot of carpentry work. And I've built a lot of cabinets. But folks, when you cut something crooked, it's not going to work. You're going to waste the board or you're going to waste your time. But the Bible says straight with the word of God. And if the word of God is straight in our heart, we don't have to worry about it being crooked because God's word is straight all the time. And we can rely upon it. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, I'm reminded of the plowman that Jesus speaks of. You hook that horse up like we used to have to do. Get that old turning plow down in the ground. You don't stand that way. Daddy taught me that. But if you won't plow a straight line, you look where you're going. Isn't that the same way with a Christian life? If we want to live a straight life, where do we look? To Jesus Christ. Forget the world. The world is going to pass away. But Jesus Christ will stand forever. And he will give us the truth no matter what. Yes, we got to look. We got to be disciplined. But in closing, a godly servant is discerning. Look at the last part of verse 15. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Having a keen perception of judgment and of the word of God. We need to know the difference between truths and half-truths. What's right and what's not. It even happened 
with the Lord Jesus Christ in that day. Not him. But they were teaching half-truths then just like they are now. And so that's why we need to study to show ourselves approved before the Lord. And the truths always comes from the Word of God. We need to be discerning in our preparation, readiness and planning, knowing what's right, knowing what the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to do, and as a church collectively, knowing how God wants to lead us in the days ahead. Are we going to be led by the truth of God? But also in his proclamation, and that word means to show to be, to praise, to extol the Lord Jesus Christ. His words are truth. His words will stand forever. And the Bible says the word is a treasure that the steward must guard and invest in other people's lives. It's the soldier's sword and the farmer's seed. Without the sword, the soldier would perish in battle. Without the seed to plant, the farmer would perish from hunger. Now think about that. The Bible says carry the sword and plant the seed. Are we doing that? We need to. And the last thing we're looking at, a sloppy worker will handle God's word deceitfully in order to make it say what he or she wants it to say according to 2 Corinthians 4, 2. When God tests our ministries, some of it will pass and some will become ashes. It'll be burned up according to 1 Corinthians 3, 10 and following. Are we serving God in the way that he wants us to do? A college professor who was teaching a sociology class looked up the cases in Baltimore slums of 200 young boys who went through a school. And those boys during class were asked to write an evaluation and everyone came back. Or the man was asked to write an evaluation. But those evalua evaluations came back. They don't have a chance. 25 years, another professor came across the study and he did a follow-up. What happened to those young men? With the exception of 20 who moved or died, 176 of the 180 achieved more than ordinary success. Some became lawyers, some became doctors, and some became businessmen. And the professor pursued the matter further. All of the men were in the area, and they asked, or he asked each one of them, how do you account for your service or your success? And every one of them said, there was one teacher. One teacher. 
the professor found out that the teacher was still alive. And he asked her, what was her formula she had used? And the teacher's eyes sparkled and her lips broke into a gentle smile. Oh, it's really very simple. I loved those boys. Isn't that what the Bible's teaching us as Christians? To love one another. Love is of God. The Bible says that God is love. And folks, you can't discount love. True love. You can't pass it off. God so loved the world. Church, let us love the world also. Now we can't love the world like God did, but we can try our best to love the world as God would have us do it. And it will make a difference. Not only in this church, in this county, in this state, but in this nation. We need to stand up for the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. In our hearts and in our lives and in our soul. How wonderful is the love of God. Maybe you're here and lost and you don't understand about the love of God. Well, the Bible is true. And the Bible does say that God so loved you. That if you'll give your heart and life to him, he will make the difference in your life. Oh, what a wonderful Savior we have. Live. For the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll never regret the outcome. Father, thank you so much for your wonderful grace and mercy and your love. We pray, Father, that you would just continue to guide us and help us, and may your will be done. Now touch hearts as only you can do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Please remember to drop a rating and subscribe to get our latest audio.